few years ago. Like you'd see one of the lads, he started off coming in having two points on his break. Then it was three. Then it was four. Then he'd be back to work. Mm. And then after a couple of weeks, it was vodka and Red Bull or Jemmy and Ginger. So it wouldn't look like he was drinking. Yeah, yeah. Sure, still having four on the back of You are very welcome to the Straight Talk and Mental Health Podcast, where it does exactly what it says on the tin, it talks straight about mental health. My name is Alan Clark, I'm a psychotherapist with a degree in counselling and psychotherapy and a master's in child and adolescent psychotherapy. Ordinarily, for the eagle-eyed viewers that are out there perhaps watching the video on YouTube, you will maybe noticing a difference, there is an elephant in the room, I'm not talking about the size of the guest compared to the previous but uh, Ashling, Ashling is missing. Should probably clarify that a little bit, as in that myself and Ashling have broken up very, very amicably. Unfortunately, we wanted two different things in life, and you can't stand in the way of what somebody wants. A huge loss to the podcast. We'll get into it a little bit more in in discussion later on. But if you are watching, you are seeing someone that is Ashling. You are seeing someone that is my brother Nicholas. Hey, Nico. Well, out. Well, out. What's the buzz? Well, lad. Uh, yeah, I say you're probably gonna to need to come a little bit closer to that microphone now, just so we don't just so we don't clip it. There we go. The dildo. Yeah, not not the dildo. I'm gonna to have to fucking move the mug now to make sure everything is out of the way so it doesn't get it doesn't get mixed up. So Nikki is on the podcast today to talk about bar work. It's a long weekend in Ireland. So well you've just had your as he fucks his keys away, as you can hear. <laughs> Ever the professional <laughs> DJ Nikki that a lot of people would know from various places and from Cunningham's and Grace's and you can talk about that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no longer graces. <laughs> um, and we're here because we're talking about bar work and the impact that that has on mental health. Just having a check-in episode of what's going on in our lives, etc., etc. And we'll get into that in a little while. First of all, I'll ask you what I ask anyone, whether it was Peter, whether it was Cammy, whether it was Michelle, or whether it was Ashling. How are we doing? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. Better place now the last few weeks than I had been. Good. Obviously. Left the, the last job, so kind of bit of up in the air for the last couple of weeks. Mm. But, uh, no, things are going well. Bit of me time, bit of family time, so things are picking up. Good stuff. How have you been feeling overall? Well, that's a that's a big big decision to make. So, um, how have you been feeling? No, feeling good. Apprehensive at first, and obviously worried about where's money coming from. But as things are lining up and falling into place now, mm. in the next couple of weeks, stress levels are down. Everything else is positivity is up, productivity is up. Things Meaning she's got you busy at home, like. Always busy. <laughs> always. Always busy. Good job, Eva. Crack the whip. House painted. Neighbours house painted. Neighbours house painted. Uh, foolishly agreed to it with a few points in the after. Oh, Jesus. Uh, should I paint your house as well? Yeah, why not? Fucking legend. Legend shitting myself up in the fucking ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Some oh, booger, some boy. Shins are in bits from holding onto the ladder from early. <laughs> <laughs> What's been going on with you this week? What, what have we been up to since I last saw you? Uh, nothing, literally nothing. Cut the grass. Got, that was about it. I was. I was <laughs> well, the plan was for me to cut the grass this weekend, and it's pissing rain. Yeah, and it has been, and I think it's set to continue pissing rain yeah, so for the. Do you know what? Actually, do you know what? I, do you know what he realised? And I didn't realise until talking to someone else. And we've done it on the podcast a few times. I think I think it was on a date with someone years ago from, I don't know, another country anyway. 
But they said, what is it about Irish people? You love talking about the weather. I was like, do we? And then I was like, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> so used to it being shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so variable that, yeah. you know, it's not what's, you know, there's a saying of, uh, if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. <laughs> yeah. A weather warning for 30 degree heat. Yeah. So. It was just summer back when we were young. Well, we got, we got that one nice three or four days. I don't even know if it was a full week. So, yeah. So no grass getting cut this weekend because it's raining and it's meant to be raining for the next the next few days. So that's the that's the weather talk out of the way. Uh, Not even any great drying out there. Oh, there's no drying. You couldn't you couldn't be hanging stuff out there. Like. She wouldn't put the wife's boyfriend out in that. <laughs> so if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, uh, congratulations. You fucking jumped right in in a, in a transition period. <laughs> Typically, it would have been myself and my partner, uh, Ashling. I said we have we have gone our separate ways. It's very amicable, thankfully enough. So the podcast is in a state of transition. This is episode ninety nine. So ordinarily, what would happen would be this was due to be our check in episode. So this is where we just pick a topic, and, and we well, we don't even pick a topic. Sometimes it just comes out of the the conversations that myself and Ashing would have been having. I'm now faced with does the podcast continue? Uh, we're definitely doing a hundred episode next week is the hundredth episode, uh, and P is going to jump on. Former co-host Peter Dunn from Midlands FM morning presenter on Midlands FM, who I founded the the podcast with. P is going to jump on next week. I don't know. I don't know what way the podcast is going to look because I've always said I didn't want to do the podcast on my own. The check-ins at the start was always my favorite bit. There is oodles and fucking oodles of guests lined up. I kind of don't want to leave them hanging. I do want to still reach people with these messages of mental health. So I don't know. After 100 episodes, I think we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But before we get to those 100 episodes, we asked last week at the end of the episode, if you could just let us know if you've taken anything from the podcast, something you've learned from one of our episodes or if one of our guests, their stories, if they have reached you or, or resonated with you. Or if you were a guest that came on and told your story, we'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from how you're doing. There's been... There hasn't been 100 guests because we didn't always have guests on. But there's been there's probably been about 50 or 60 guests that we've had on. So we've covered a lot of topics. You can go back to our back catalogue to check that out. So if this is your first time listening, it's a bit of a, it's all a bit up in the air at the moment. So uh, stay tuned, I think. Or just go back to all of the other ones that were that were better. Um, <laughs> where, where I knew what was going on. But I was determined to keep an episode out every week. We've always done that. And that's that's always been the goal. So if you want to check us out on any social media, you can do that. You can hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and all of those are at STMHPodcast. You can also check out the website, STMHPodcast.com. And if you want to email us to tell your story or with a feedback or come on and be a guest, that is hello at STMHPodcast.com. So with all of that being said, typically what we would have was we would have our smiles and rails. You got a smile and a rail for me, Nick? Give us a smile or a rile. Smile or a rile. Fuck you in the deep end. Just gonna, just gonna Fuck wing it. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, I actually wouldn't have that. Now, off the top of my head, I wouldn't have that. No, you, you have a thing about it. I give, I give you a smile. I give you a smile. Uh, your niece got engaged. So I just yesterday. Heard. Yeah. <laughs> Should have waited and told you that on the podcast. Yeah. You, you know, you fucking play a dumb man. You play like, oh my god, that's brilliant. Like, you know, <laughs> fair enough. I'm a bit green around the gills. Yeah. 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 So yeah, my daughter, but daughter Dean got engaged last night. Congratulations to her. To be fair, she got some fucking rock. It's 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 an impressive. Worth waiting for all these years. 
So um, I'd say anyone that knows her can expect to see her just, uh, you know, just kind of walking around. Just, oh, I've got something in my eye. Or, um, oh, my, you know, just hand over the mouth. Any excuse to, to show off the, the ring finger. So congratulations to her. That's, that's, uh, that's my little, my little smile this week. And that only happened. That only happened last night. So and you're right, Liz. She's going to be getting married. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, she's a strong, independent woman. She can fucking pay for that shit herself. <laughs> don't even know how to mom, man. No, she doesn't. Um, so yeah, so that was, that was a lovely bit of news to wake up to this morning. I got a text of, how are you? And I was like, oh, it's very, you know, that's very thoughtful. You know, obviously after the breakup. And, uh, but it was a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely little transition. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure she was, I'm sure she was, uh, genuinely concerned about me anyway. But, uh, yeah, so that's me. That's me smile. Does that, does that lead you into anything? What's, what's been going on with you? Aria, he for the wife, the family. Everyone's all good. Everyone's all good. Yeah. yeah. Aria's starting school in September. So have all that sorted now. Big school. Big school. Babies. I don't even know what it is in Irish. School. School. School lord. Yeah. Uh, higher school. I don't know. <laughs> is, she going, is she going to go hell school? Yeah, hence why she's fucking better than you anyway. <laughs> hence why Duolingo is getting hopped over. I haven't got to the classroom yet. I know it's a, a ranga. Ranga, ranga A or a ranga do. Yeah, it's a ranga A. Ranga, ranga B. <laughs> so she's going to go hell school, is she? She's going to go hell school. Oh, what prompted you to, to stick her in a hell school? Just kind of knew the girl that was looking after Janine at the play school. And I kind of transitioned from that to mm. her making friends there. She's been in it two years. So. So what was that, play school? Preschool? Preschool, preschool. yeah. Preschool. So she had her free preschool year, and then we sent her early. Get out. Who the fuck knows? It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking child's wrecking my know, head. She's, she's on her own, so it was, uh, it was a great way for her to make friends. And still see them all now. Every day they're leaving the playground. Mm. Just as you're leaving. Always the same. Oh, Daddy, look, it's Shodine. Oh, God. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We've been here an hour and a half, and you won't go down the slide. Uh, Jesus Christ! No, what I used to get when James was in crash, I'd go in, and obviously, you know, my master and child lessons. I know to talk to young kids, and he was coming. Hi, James, is Daddy? And I would, if you show me stuff, I was like, Oh my God, did you make that? That's brilliant! And I'd be showing me stuff, I'm like, Oh, the smell of that is disgusting. So I'd be fucking wired. And they, right, come on, James. <laughs> so all the yeah. other kids are left there, and the fucking staff are going. I say they're going. You absolute yeah. prick. Thanks for you that. have to get them fucking wound up here now, and then you, and then you fuck off. So yeah. no, everything's all good. Currently in between jobs. Yeah. So um, as I said, a lot of lot of productivity and time in my hands. <laughs> that that was my plan this weekend. As I said, I said, mm-hmm. oh no, I'll cut the grass. John Lou, power wash the car. I wax the car. It's going to keep myself busy. It's fucking raining, so right. that's all gone out the window. No, I generally work through my list early in the morning because I. Oh, I'm the same. Fuck yeah. for the rest of the day. I'm exactly the same. Must be, yeah. must be a Clark thing. Must be. Yeah, yeah. Up, up and at him in the morning, yeah. and then nothing then for the rest of the day. Yeah. Not easy with a four and a half year old running around. But. Yeah. So my, my other smile was I was away with James then. So we're recording Saturday afternoon. I went down to Athlone with him. Said a book a book a hotel with a swimming pool. So we stayed in the Radisson down there. Went on a cruise on the Shannon Viking boat tour, and he's just sitting there going, I'm "Bored." Yeah, see if he was older, he could have went raping and pillaging. <laughs> <laughs> At his size, he's not good. He's a fucking hindrance. Yeah, if anything, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're on the boat, he's bored. He's bored, and I keep saying, "James, that's a choice. It's a choice to be bored like that. Yeah. Walk around the boat, have a look over there. Let's do something." So that that passed, thankfully. So when I when I picked him up, I was speaking to his mom, 
And I said, oh, we're heading down to Athlone. I'm going to, we're staying there, get a hotel. And um, I said, oh, I'm going to book that, book a cruise on the channel. She goes, oh, I did that. She said, oh, yeah, but I did it as a booze cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fucking bet you did. did you got lightweight again. You yeah, yeah. Even able to drink. I said, "Well, it won't be fucking, won't be a booze cruise when we go down." So I just sent her a picture of James. Then um, and she goes, oh, "I hope he's enjoying yourself." I said, "You might be surprised to hear he's bored." She's like, "I'm not fucking surprised to hear that at all." She says, yeah. "She says you should have done what I did. Should have fucking done the, bo- the booze cruise." I said, "Am I fucking turn into a booze cruise? Yeah, if this continues." <laughs> that was it, Harry. You just kept looking out the window all day. Today. I'm bored, Daddy. Uh, it's raining so there's the television remote <laughs> <laughs> at least you got that we didn't fucking get that no what's was a Saturday you're watching the fucking racing that's what you're doing <laughs> pretty much yeah. yeah so that that was me that was me other smile have you got a rile for me anything that's pissed you off lately or anything that's that's I've annoyed actually, you lately no, I've actually been in great form lately that's surprisingly what <laughs> 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 I mean surprisingly because I'm being a scarpy little yeah, bollocks yeah I'm being a naggy little fucker that's why <laughs> oh, no, I'm trying to Trying to work around all that and channel my inner positivity to outwardness. Now, if you had got me last week, all right, I was in a corner for you on my last week. Right, what was wrong with Not that I don't know. <laughs> all right, just one of them weeks. One of them weeks. Well, one of them days. I wasn't on the book snapping over. But. Mm. So no riots. You had riots last week and you, you didn't know why. Yeah, just. wouldn't even call it a blue Monday because it was Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday's the worst day of the week anyway. So maybe oh, fucking Tuesday's a corner for that. Tuesday. I've always hated Tuesday. Never heard of Tuesday Club. There's a fucking no. Monday Club, Ari. There's no. no Tuesday Club. Right. What's Monday Club? Just drinks on a Monday night. Drinking after the weekend. <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting the fucking hair of the dog. Pretty much. Yeah, no, I've always I've always hated Tuesday. It's always a bank holiday Monday. It's never a bank holiday Tuesday. Yeah. Unless it's Christmas time. Yeah. No, Monday, start of the week. Wednesday, hump day. Thursday, getting ready for the weekend. Tomorrow's Friday. Yeah. You may have an old sneaky pint. Because tomorrow's Friday. Like, <laughs> Then you got Saturday and Sunday. Then you're back to Monday. And Tuesday's just there doing fucking nothing. Same fucking shit. And then you get people that are choosers. Do you ever, do you ever meet someone that's a chooser? Like, it's like you're fucking, you're nothing going for you. Like, you have no personality. You're fucking sucking the life on me. You get all them in the bar. <laughs> Soon as they walk through the door. <laughs> Yeah, so sorry, choosers. Um, <laughs> you're out. Yeah, you're on, the, you're, on, you're on the shit list. Yeah, you've been you've been relegated. Yeah, so that's the smiles, Riles. I don't know how many Riles. Um, yeah, I suppose breakup is a bit pretty big Riles. <laughs> Has, hasn't got me riled. It's it's. Uh, I suppose it's un, it's unfortunate. Um, to you know, Ashling was. Looking to build a future together, and obviously she and we spoke about her kids, and you know that would have necessitated moving up there. And I've got my house here, and I've got my business here, and James is here, and you know just not, um, I suppose, too much to be starting from scratch at at my my late age in life or middle age. But um, so yeah, but it's uh, it's amicable anyway. And there's no, that's good to hear, Tom. There's no ill will between any of us or anything like that. It's, um, you know, certainly miss her as a, as a podcast co-host because she was good crack, as everyone knows, and everyone that's been listening to the to the podcast. So I suppose my Ryle is, I don't know what the story is with the podcast. Mm-hmm. I, need to, I need to reassess. I need to decide if it goes forward after 100 episodes, um, what that looks like. Is it feasible? Just have guests on, you know, sometimes... You don't always get to knock a bit of crack over guest, yeah. but you always knock a bit of crack over co-host. And you know, and I've spoke about it on other podcasts that 
that was the surprise take on the podcast was that the first half, well, what grew into the first half, came as a surprise because people enjoy just initially myself and P just rapping on about mm. life. How's the kids? What are you up to? You know, what you get up to at the weekend? Smiles and royals grow with that. Um, and some people would listen just for that bit and they wouldn't listen to the interview or sometimes they'd listen for the first bit and then they'd go, I was really interested in the topic, but I was listening. And then I actually stayed and listened and it was really interesting. So I'm sure other people just skipped ahead to the interview. They didn't want to listen to that bit. But um, so yeah, there's, there's a big, big decision to be made. I have to have to see what that looks like. There's loads of guests lined up. So apologies to everyone that the, the podcast is a little bit all over the place today. Just kind of winging it and <laughs> seeing what comes of it. <laughs> Roping me in. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I do. No, I want to talk about the, I want to talk about the bar work because one well, the first episodes. Oh, you would have known. You would have known uh, Michelle McGuire. You know Michelle. Uh, we had Michelle on. One of, one of our first guests around vet life and the, the impact of mm. vet, you know, the veterinary profession on mental health. Spoiler alert, it's not fucking good because loads of them kill themselves. <laughs> it's got the one of the professions with the highest rate of suicide. So Michelle went on and she has her own podcast, Vet Space Ireland, I think. I think they're still going. Um, and we've had, you know, everyone else has come on and told her story. Their profession obviously impacts their mental health. My profession is mental health. <laughs> um and you've been in the bar trade. How long? When did you start? You started collecting glasses, was it? Fourteen. When you were fourteen, underage, fucking on a, Yeah. Where ten, was that? Ten pound a night. Ten pound a night. <laughs> Jesus. Well, when was that? How long ago was that? Twenty-four years ago. Oh, for fuck's sake! I won't name the establishment. Well, it doesn't exist anymore. So oh, you can name it. Where? It's the Gregory Tavern. The Great Tavern in Kildare Town. That was some spot. It's fucking brilliant. That used to be a spot. Yeah. yeah. When I when I was down the motors and I was down the stream. In there on Thursday. Thursday was payday. Yeah. In there Friday. Friday and Saturday. In there Saturday. In there Sunday. £20 a weekend. Jesus. Long hours. Collecting glasses. Collecting glasses. Mm. Breaking me back trying to lift a 50 litre keg. And I probably didn't even weigh 50 kilos myself. <laughs> yeah, you fucking didn't because I didn't go anywhere about 50 kilos. Oh, fuck a fair way to know. No. Oh, fucking way. So you started at 14 while collecting 14, glasses. Collecting glasses. Being a general dog's body. Yeah. Getting your arse felt up by old, by old ones. Still that were happens. pissed. Still happens. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe a change of profession is required. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't knock it. Yeah. Yeah. 14, collecting glasses. Done that for, i done it for about two years and then moved across the road to the Silken when I was 16 to a proper run establishment of getting paid weekly and not just at the end of the night. Like. Don't even remember you working in the Silken. Were, were you certain? Uh, yeah, I was there for, was there for nearly a year. And then I used the excuse that I'm believing service sort of coming up and I had to knock it on the head. I just didn't want to work there anymore. No, really. <laughs> I did find out later on with later nights. Obviously, Fat Sal's back in the day was still. Oh, yeah. So there was late nights in the nightclub and cleaning up and getting home at all hours. I was going to say, where was I at that time? I was probably down to Port Arlington, wasn't I? Port, yeah, yeah, I'd moved to Port. That's why I wasn't. Yeah. That's why I wasn't there. Knocking around. Sunday night was always the night for Fat Sal's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fat Sal's, then up to Snaffles. Sometimes we went from fucking fat sales to snaffles and back to back fat sales. Because yeah, snaffles was shit. That's because everyone went fat sales on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And what were you doing? Were you serving up there then? Yeah, I was serving in the Silken, yeah. So, yeah, 16 in the Silken. Working away, doing lunches and running with hot plates and everything else that kind of a gastro pub would be, as you'd call them now. Oh, is that play. what they are now? Gastro pubs. It's just a fucking pub that done food. With all these names and labels. <laughs> so when did, when did you start working behind the bar? 
Um, yeah, it was about 16. I remember, I was actually still in the Gregory Tavern when I'd done my first night behind the bar. And I went from £10 to 25 Some jump. That's a big jump. Fuck, massive jump. Especially when you're trying to hide cigarettes on your man. That, that just smoked. That you smoked, did it? Yeah, I was a little devil. You get all you smoked. Yeah, you could get all sorts of vices in in the pub. Yeah, remember the mother caught me walking out. I had twenty bents in the hedges in my jacket pocket one day. And it was only after. What, what sort of smoker were you? What way did you hold the fag? You can tell that about somebody how to hold a fag. Just fucking cool hand. Just that. Getting it in, your, just the in one your finger. Eye, getting it in your eye and trying to play it off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you are yeah, grand. Yeah, yeah. You also get them lads, you know the. Yeah, and their whole cup hand. Cup, whole cup hand in the whole hand, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you yeah. hold it away and you don't yeah. get the other hand. Yeah. And the parents were smokers, so they never they're caught fucking, It's not going to be there, going to smell yeah. it of it. I walked out at 20 Benson Hedges. I had a Halley Hansen jacket or Helly Hansen or whatever they were called. That was probably mine, was it? Probably, yeah. <laughs> but it was a bit tight on me, so maybe it wasn't. No, maybe it wasn't. And you could see perfect outline of 20 Benson Hedges in the pocket. And the mother said to me, are there cigarettes in your pocket? I says, oh, they are, yeah. Pokemon cards. No, I found them last night in work. I was going to give them to the boys, but you can have them if you want. Good save. Fuck it anyway. Good save. £6.50 or whatever they were at the time. <laughs> Did you buy it? I should give them to your friends. As soon as I walked out around the corner, took them out later. <laughs> On the side. Nailed it. <laughs> cool. That's, you that's a good save, though. I don't even know how we fucking managed to do it. <laughs> don't even know how we came up with it. Thankfully, all my friends did smoke, so it was a feasible excuse. Mm. Yeah, so... As you said, all sorts of vices and distractions behind the bar. It's a tough old gig. It is, it is. It's very hard. It's great when you're younger, Ari, because you don't really have anything else to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suppose as you get older, then you start leaning towards trying not to do as much of it. So, yeah, 16 behind the bar and just kind of worked my way up then. There's no real working. You either work behind the bar or you manage a bar. Yeah. What did you do then? You went from the bar. Did you go to the phone shop then? The phone it? shop, yeah. yeah. I, I pushed you over there then. Yeah. Jesus we, Christ. We went working fixing watches together. Fixing watches. We've got out crack together. Plenty of time in our hands anyway. <laughs> hey! There was fucking more skitting done than that. Yeah. Actually, ironically. Actually, that's where I learned the control tab on the computer. Ah, switch. switch. Quick switch. Quick switch. Yeah, when the boss come in. Click. Yeah, came yeah. a demon at Switcheroo, that. Yeah. yeah. First podcast. I remember. Remember, first I remember listening to a podcast. You just listen to Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith, Smith. Kevin Smith, filmmaker Kevin Smith. That was the first podcast yeah. I ever listened to. He was he was kind of way ahead on the podcast front, yeah. wasn't he? He, he, he was, was the really first one with yeah, kind of a network. Well, he met a met a job over when he wasn't making films, and he there mm. was he toured. He did live podcast shows and stuff like that. Ones. So yeah, we went working together then, and then it was. It was back to bar work then? Back to bar work in Cunningham's. Cottle Duffy was moving to Canada. And it was actually Colin O'Leary talked me into the job. Just even I used, I would work with Colin. I used to work with yeah. Colin down the motors. What's the... Man, I wouldn't say he manifest. would say he manifested it into existence, but every time I've seen him, Jess, you'll be great back behind the bar in Cunningham's. You know that? <laughs> you'll be the right, you'll be the right lad in there. Duffy going no full-time job. Me helping you two days a week. Jess, you'll be great. Assistant manager, I should be fucking flying. <laughs> sure, uh, look, I suppose the time time was right to go back. Mm. It was more so to get out of Nays, for sure. Yeah, in the play, we worked together. Yeah, look how that worked out for me. I ended up going back to Nays, <laughs> and look how that worked out for me. Yeah. <laughs> so the hours, the hours are the hours are difficult. Huh? Yeah, very difficult. Obviously, you're 
as you said, like you're working when everyone else is off and you're off when everyone else is working. Mm, very so, anti-social hours. Yeah, so that's why you choose Monday or something. Yeah, or Tuesday is the worst day of the week because generally I used to be off on a Monday and me old best mate Paddy had finished work at six o'clock on a Monday. So everyone ain't there. The fucking pair, the, the fucking barman bros like yeah. Paddy and Mans and you and Cunningham's. Two of your second turns that go up, to, up and down to each other on break. Yeah. I'd be going <laughs> down for points though. Paddy won't be. <laughs> Paddy don't be coming up to get his dinner. Yeah. Well, just just tough. Like, it is a tough gig. And some people are made for it. Some people aren't. Yeah. This generation aren't. Right. They're, not, they're clueless. I'll be honest with you. Like, I worked with Cameron, and Cameron came in. Cameron, green, our, our former co-host. Cameron came in green around the gills, as green as the grass. And after six weeks, she just knew we had it. Like, he was only 19 working there. But I would have had no problem handing them keys saying, mm. hey, you lock up tonight, I'm going home. The rest of them struggled to get a bucket of ice. Like. Jesus Christ. And I'm not, ju- I'm not just on about cunning. Like, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. They just, they don't want to do it. They don't know how to do it. And it's just. Well, what is it? Is it just young lads kind of as a stopgap? I think it's. Working in college or. It's not, yeah, it's not even that. Like, they just, they just don't want to do it. It's not that they don't, I don't think they're, they're good enough or strong enough. Like I said, after six weeks, you you just oh, knew Cameron it. would had it. You look at he's got he's got it between he's got it between the years. He can he's clued in. Yeah, he's a good head in his shoulders. Um, it's just very tough, and just getting staff even nowadays, like easy. Anyone that is doing it or knows how to do it want colossal money and want to name their own hours, mm. and then anyone that doesn't or that doesn't know how to do it. Yeah, you can pick them up for minimum wage here and there. But Jesus, serious amount of hours to go into training to to even just to lift their head up. Yeah, like that's, yeah. It's the biggest battle behind the bar is like you have to have your head in a swivel, whether the place is busy or quiet, because you never know what's going to walk through the doors. Mm. What was the what was the hardest thing for you when you were when you were in that gig? Just it's really it's the hours really like it. I know I'm talking bad about it, this, that, and the other, but it's it's honestly one of the best jobs you can ever do. That's grand. If you like the last the last job, that, yeah, the last job I was in was the best job in the world. If it was in Clare, being honest, mm-hmm. like the training days, even the lads that you were working with, they were just they were deadly. Like, and that's like again not taking that in away from anywhere else I worked. I loved mm-hmm. everywhere that I worked, but just it's totally different. Totally different vibe, totally different setup. It just it actually probably reignited me. But what was different about it? What was I don't know. I couldn't really put a. Maybe it was just something new and fresh because I was in Cunningham's for so long again, like six years, probably back doing the same five days nearly every week. Mm. And then obviously I went over there and I could nearly. You became one of the ones that named your fucking hours. That's a you. You're going to be working Obviously. yourself up to that. Yeah. That was it. it. Took a long time to get to that. Mm. But um, yeah, no, like I, I picked myself to work the busy Friday and Saturday night because I wanted to do. It. Right. No, just just didn't feel time, like time work. goes fast. Yeah, time go, didn't feel like work. No, there's fucking lights. You were slammed over there. Horrendous. Mm. You can sit down at half three in the morning to a Domino's pizza because you haven't eaten since two o'clock that day. Jesus Christ. And that's grand. Then you still have to drive home. Yeah, yeah. 
You different, don't different in Kildare. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a different thing when you have to. When you have want, to I don't want to call it crashy there, but no, no. That, that 20 to 4 pizza, you don't know how good that tastes. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Like, that's ridiculous 10, hours. 10k behind the bar nearly, like walking. Well, I suppose another aspect of the job is people have access to points, people Sweet. finish work late, people have points. Yeah. That's it. People get a taste for the points. It gets very, very easy to fall into a routine. You got a taste for the Guinness. Yeah. You love it. I still do. Fucking love yeah, it. You took, you took to a creamy, a creamy point. Home bar be set up next week yeah, now yeah. with the return of the Premier League. Mm. So, yeah. So would you see it? Would you have seen lads that would have been staff that would have took Should too I? fondly to it? I'd done it. You did it? I did it when I was in Clare. And that's why, well, well, I wouldn't say it was one of the reasons. I got offered. I got a great offer. Couldn't turn it down because mm. it only comes around every now and again. And yeah, obviously with driving over and back to work, knocked that out of the head. Instantly saving 50 euro a week. Because if I was in Calera, if I had three or four pints on a Sunday, mm. in work. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, and after work. Yeah. yeah. But I think everyone does that. Like I think that's the best, best barman, best buds, Paddy. If I see Paddy's van out or car outside a man's. I know, I know it was a lift home and <laughs> another two points. Yeah. Yeah. But you do, you see, even a few years ago, like you'd see one of the lads, he started off coming in having two points on his break. Then it was three. Then it was four. Then he'd be back to work. Mm. And then after a couple of weeks, it was vodka and Red Bull or Jemmy and Ginger. So it wouldn't look like he was drinking. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure he was still having four of them going back to work. Fucking half cut like. That's the thing with, with addiction that that it develop you develop a tolerance. So one one pint then your break doesn't do it. Yeah. Then you're like, oh fuck it, right? Sneak in a second one, yeah. and then you're you're flooring the first two and yeah. just trying to get generally, more, just to try and get yeah, that. Generally, you know, used to be mainly a Sunday with me. Still is, I do, I do still. Even if I'm not working, I enjoy having a drink on a Sunday. I don't know what it is about a Sunday. Mm. Just maybe because I know I used to be off on the Monday as well. Nah, you got just that association. Just Sunday, Sunday pints hit different, mm. and like that, even when you'd be in work, you know, you'd be, you'd be snake, you'd be having two, but then you'd have one yourself on your break. You might have one after work, yeah, yeah. and then sure, the crack is flowing, and it's great crack. It's not always great crack. I mean, you're dealing with fucking drunk gobshites. That's half the fucking reason why it drives you to drink. <laughs> <laughs> is it stressful? Is it stressful? Ah, oh, it's very stressful. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's very hard to, you know fucking talk to a drunk person. It's like an adult crash, but you're dealing with 50 of them have ADHD, two of them have Tourette's and lash out with you. And you're like, you just don't know what you're going to go. Oh, don't. Snapping the fingers, don't. snapping the fingers. Every barman don't. knows that one. Oh, snapping the fingers or shouting fucking, hey, 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 yo. Uh, ignorance. It's just pig ignorance. Yeah. I tell you, I, was, I think it was one of the best things Cameron ever did in, t- in terms of his confidence. Uh, Cammy was a, it was a shy little kid, and the bar work just, yeah. like I said, just, just made some him. people take it. Yeah, yeah. Like look, like Cameron and Cameron didn't enjoy a drink. I've seen some lads go into it and become chronic gamblers because they'd be doing the day shift and running in doing bets for run across the road, to run the across the road for for the old boys, or and that's it. And there's there's always resting on. There's always something. On. Yeah, there's yeah. always something. To, oh, you'll fucking find something. To gamble there's always something now. to gamble over. Yeah. I was telling one of the lads the other day, one of my last nights in this, we were fucking playing Nerseys for a tenner. <laughs> Nearest the wall. Nearest the wall with a two euro coin. 
It started out with two euro and because your man got bet, you wanted to keep going, keep going. And then it became a tenner. So New Year's Eve, so that was for people, I don't have to play it everywhere, but everyone know. in Ireland knows it. So what you would do is you would kneel down, probably up against a wall or something like that. You'd have your coin, whatever it is, 50p or a euro tuppence. or tuppence. It used to be two pence and then you, the biggest you, you kind of flick it and it's nearest the wall. Yeah. And then whoever's nearest the wall takes yeah. takes the winnings, got, takes got, all the other I coins. Remember, I remember being in primary school and it got that bad between everyone playing it that it was banned. Because Jesus. we were gambling, gambling. Lunch, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking smoker, gambler, Jesus Christ! Be a fucking gurrier. <laughs> before the ripe old age of eighteen, yeah, um, yeah. But like that, very easy to fall into a routine of having pints or gambling because, mm. like you said, you get that association. You'd be like, "Just going into work on Saturday." There's loads of racing on. My my voice was football. No, I didn't gamble on it. Yeah, but yeah. if I was doing a Saturday day shift. I knew there was a match on at half twelve, three o'clock, and half five. And by the time the second half kicked off, I was sitting down with a pint because my shift was finished. Mm. Just now, I used to only have maybe one or two. And if I wasn't going out, like, yeah, sure. yeah, obviously with Aria at home, though, you know, you're not, you're, you're going home. It's not, it's not conducive to family life, really, is it? No. You know, when you've got everything. family, so you'll even, you'll even know how many fucking family. Things I've missed or oh, gone yeah, through, yeah, yeah. you know, and it, it got worse with the longer it went on. No, obviously, then I was in Cunningham's for a while, so I was able to kind of, if you knew something was coming up, you were able to do it. But mm-hmm. With the last job I was in, obviously being having to be there, you know, Jesus, I missed even more. So you were manager, manager in the last place, you were in. yeah, it's great, like, but Jesus, the phone never stopped ringing. Mm. Who's this ringing me? What's this called? <laughs> <laughs> the eye roll. As soon as I roll the eyes, if you'd be like, who's ringing you? Oh, you don't know. Mm. But, um, yeah. But that's, I mean, that's weekends are traditionally family time for people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it's probably, again, Sunday. Why? I just like Sunday because it's, it's a more relaxed day. You know, we used to go out for dinner as a family and all that because I generally nearly would have been off every second or third Sunday. If I wanted to be, mm. and just yeah, just Sundays. Just yeah, but Saturdays. I mean, Saturdays are always gone, aren't they? Saturdays were always gone. Yeah, always, no matter where it was. And then you're probably finishing late. Well, you're very fucking late on the Saturday yeah. night. Very late, yeah. yeah. Like they're they're long hours. Like I said, it's not for everyone. I was doing fourteen hour days in the last place. Going in and fucking take a toll on your mental health, though. Did whether that's the the long hours or. The stress That's of everything. Or, yeah. hours, there's stress, there's worry that comes with it. Um, and then, like, driving home, Jesus Christ. There'd be a few times where, you know, you think you're only blinking, but you'd be like, hang on, was it, did I? Jesus. Did, did I just fucking blink for too long there, or what happened? Like, mm. so, yeah. Well, but long hours, very long hours. Regardless, even like, I know lads do it part time when they're in college and everything. But that's because college leaves a different breed. Like they'd be out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. And then they go, right, I have to work Friday and Saturday night, or else I'm not going out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. Yeah. yeah so you're only drinking to, or you're only working to, to drink it, the rest of the week. Yeah. The old Susie. <laughs> the Susie Grant. There, there was no Susie around because I was in work. <laughs> just, just to clarify, that's not some girl named Susie. It's, it's a grant in Ireland around college or something, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So it's like here. 
I don't know. I don't even know what it is. Some sort of college grant. It's college yeah. grant, yeah. To help with expenses and mm. books and drinking. Drinking and pizzas. <laughs> red sauce sandwiches because <laughs> you're after spending your whatever, whatever else kids spend their money on these days. Last five or on Sherbets six, or something. <laughs> six packs of Calahad. <laughs> All the fucking cheap stuff. Tesco larder. Some stuff. Mm. What was what was COVID like? I mean, you were in work then Monday, and then then you're not, was then it? You're not, yeah. Fifteenth of March it was a Sunday. Was it a Sunday? No, it wasn't. It was the Sunday when we closed. Thirteenth of March. Paddy's Day was the Thursday that year, I think. And we were basically told, "Look, lads, it's coming. It hasn't been announced yet, but everywhere everywhere else is kind of closing. Mm. A couple of the pubs in the town had closed." And I was like, right, look, we're closing. And unfortunately, with no money coming through the till, I'm not going to be able to pay you all. It was, um, oh, was that onto the COVID payment then? COVID payment, yeah. How much was that then? €350 a week. And that's what ruined it at the start because they gave it to everyone. Mm, that was across the board. Across the board. Yeah. If you don't Cammy got it. Yeah, I thought Cammy was not entitled. I said, you fucking are entitled. It. If you donate it's hours, you got €350. Euro. If yeah. you donate 80 hours, you got €350. Euro. Yeah, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. It was great. First six weeks. Oh, the weather was cracking. That's the what weather. Yeah, was, yeah. The sun was splitting the skies. I was, yeah. I was having a barbecue up every Tuesday, just for the simple fact that three hundred fifty quid. Mm-hmm. I go up to Sandra and get a box of Heineken. I go into Paddy the butcher. I get thirty quid worth of meat, <laughs> and I'd be out the back fucking cooking away and not caring the word. You you took to the you took to the drink. I never took to the drink. You yeah. always. You've enjoyed a pint. I never yeah, I do. I never really did. <laughs> you were fucking sensible. You've seen what happened with us. <laughs> well, it's it's the I mean, I always say the clients when I'm talking around addiction and stuff like that. It's it's the anecdote of the identical twins and I'm not saying you're an alcoholic or were an alcoholic or anything like that. But one of them is an alcoholic, one of them never touched a drop. Mm-hmm. They say to the lad that was an alcoholic, How is it that you're you're an alcoholic? Jimmy Father was an alcoholic, it's all they ever saw. They say to the other lad that's never touched a drop. Why do you never drink? Father was an alcoholic. That's all I ever saw. Um, so it's just personality and yeah. stuff like that. But I don't know. Maybe it's... See, I think you had the social side. Part of, part of it for me is like, sure, what fucking, what social out, yeah. outlet do I have? I spoke about it on the podcast before. You know, I, I was a dad at such a young age. I moved to Port Arlington. I ceased to exist. Mm, pretty much. You fell off the face of the earth for a while, yeah. So fucking... And, was the, there was mobiles, but the only two or three times you were ever out down there is when I went down to you. Yeah, oh, I sure I knew no one down there. Yeah. I literally, I got up, I went to work, I got up, I went to work, and kind of ironically, I mean, that's what I would have been faced if if I moved up to north uh, with Ashing. I was going up there with no friends, no support, no family. No, it is tough. If I, if I had a job, I would have been to work at home, to work at home. Kind of hard. That's half the beauty of the bar work is, you know, whether you want it or not, you'll always have a friend or someone to talk to. Mm. Drink, drinking buddies. <laughs> Friend, friends or not, now is a different story, but drinking buddies. Well, I've made great friends through working in the pub. You'd mm. be surprised the people that walk through the door and what they'll offer you just for being nice to them. It's good for, it's good for contacts, isn't it? It's great for contacts. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, you'll never know what someone will offer you. Like we, People just come through the door and just for being nice to them, they're just, oh, well, look, I work here. If you're ever down, just we look after you. Or I've, my sister works in this place. Mm. You know, we look after you. Even lad, we did a fellow stay with us before I left Cunningham's, and he was Dublin Dublin Distillery, DD, DDR, whatever it is. They're only 
the only one, the newer ones that kind of have re-established themselves. And he was in, he was having a few drinks and something to eat and just chatting away. Handed me his card. He said, you ring me Monday. Get your tour of the distillery there. All that. On my time. Lunch. Everything. Mm. No, I never did mm. because I was like, I'm not fucking going up there. I don't care if it's free or not. Well, if you do get up there and your man says, yeah, it's 30 euro. Ah, fuck that. <laughs> could have kept that at home. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, as you said, contacts. Like, you never know who's going to walk through the door. Mm. So again, maybe one of the benefits of it. That's it. I that I said that to one of the young lads when I left Cunningham. So he says, you never know the people that, the boss at the time. He says, the people that he knows, whatever line of work you want to get into. I says, that fellow over there wants to be a doctor. I says, sure. You see, the main doctor in the town comes in here. He's mad as a bush. I won't name names. <laughs> He's fucking mental. He's great crack. He's actually great crack. MC? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody can learn us. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I went down, it was one one summer, just after getting the shoulder operation. It was a couple of years ago. And I liked that, having a barbecue, a few drinks. And I just reached across the table to get a bottle of ketchup. And whatever way I twisted, my whole shoulder dropped. So I had to go straight down in to see MC. <laughs> MC stands, stand up there, take your top off. Looks at me. Just that shoulder's fucked, yeah. You may go to tell it. Is that your professional opinion? <laughs> no, no, I can tell you now that's fucked. I don't have to look at that. No. It was just bad luck that yeah. I had twisted a ligament that got somewhere that was forcing the shoulder down that way. It was actually not what he. Not reaching for the catch. You were fucking shaking the ketchup bottle. That's what you were doing. <laughs> it, was, <yeah. laughs> it doesn't have the same effect. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, but like that, yeah, any line of work you want to get into, there's always someone. Even if they don't drink, they'll be in. But I mean, it's it's Ireland. Ireland is, it's not what you know, it's who you know, isn't it? It's, it's pure nepotism. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But sure, that's how I got my last job. Like, DJing and got to know the lads behind the bar and one of them rang and says, look, I'm in recruitment. I'm not in this line of recruitment, but I might have the right job for you. Well, the first thing he said to me was, you remember me? Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but I have a fucking savage memory for people. Sometimes you you really do because you yeah. be saying to me you know such and such. I was like I fucking don't. It's like you do. I was like I don't know fucking anyone. Like and, yeah. and now was like well you're fucking autistic. That's why I didn't fucking know anyone because <laughs> I wasn't very good at being fucking social. But maybe you have that side of autism that you don't. Remember. Yeah, 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 maybe I have. Not the, it, depends, it depends on the con- I think the problem for me is when it stops being important to me, it's fucking gone. Yeah. It's, see, that, it's gone. It could be the other side of being being in a bar that don't let that come in here again. He's you have to remember. You have to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about, uh, you talk about bard and stuff like that. What about fights or stuff like that? I mean, did you ever catch a fucking slap or anything like that? I was lucky enough to get out of the way of a few of them that me, all right. Um, had a fella pick up a pint glass going to throw it at me one time. Another fella picked up a knife off a table. Fuck. Um, got headers thrown at me, got slaps thrown at me. Luckily, I'm a bit smaller, so I was able to... <laughs> Get out of the way. Um, but yeah, no, it is. It's obviously, like I said, you're dealing with 50 grown kids. Yeah. 40 yeah. of them have ADHD. Like, how do, you, how do you calm someone down when they're hopped up like that? Like, mm. it's, it wouldn't be ADHD in these days. It's cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the fucking other thing. Oh, it's like, rampant. It? Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. So it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. And I, I just don't understand how a fella can go and spend 100 euro to get drunk and then another 100 euro to sober up. Yeah, yeah. 
What's the fucking point like? What's the trick? Fucking bleach on the back of the toilet system. WD-40. Oh, WD-40, is it? Right. Ah, no, I couldn't put bleach. Jay, you'd kill them. <laughs> At least WD-40 would only give them an aneurysm or something. So you're spraying fucking WD-40 spray oil spray on, on the sister yeah, so they can't as do as a line off the sister. As soon as it hits it, it comes up. Yeah. Now, those days are gone because most places don't have systems anymore. But yeah, yeah. People are just so... Fuck. They've no regard anymore for... Mm any kind of aspect of the law or even what people think you see but he's doing after knuckles and no zero fucks given not a fucking and you know straight away they're walking out and... <laughs> alright how you man yeah. oh fuck off away from me will you and then like catch them yeah great yeah yeah it's obvious but you you can't just walk up to someone and say oh you were, you were doing cock no I wasn't this yeah. is the way I was out <laughs> He says, sniffing. <laughs> I know. It's, it's fucking hard coming on me the last two minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'll do the podcast. Yeah, no, yeah, be good guy. be good crack, man. Yeah, the residual yeah. stuff I'm living on. <laughs> yeah. I was a bit still. <laughs> yeah, but not drugs. Is... It's all right dealing with a drunk. Movement slows down the whole lot. You can kind mm. of see something coming, but trying to deal with someone on cocaine and everything. There's a time there I thought I was invincible like behind a bar. Going in. Wait, just... can you a coke off your head? <laughs> Coca-Cola um, yeah I remember catching two lads two lads in the title one day and one of them must have been about six foot four. he was fucking and I didn't give him bollocks he just stood outside waiting I remember one of the lads coming in saying you alright he said oh yeah no I have this handled and then the two of them walked out and I don't know I don't know how to this day I didn't get hiding I'm just saying, everybody's I'm the manager here like get the fuck out like, yeah yeah oh well we have to tell our friend I said I don't give a fuck just get the fuck out or I'll ring the guards and as soon as they walked out shaking like shit dog <laughs> you alright yeah, yeah just need a minute staying in here an adrenaline oh. pumping handshaking yeah. yeah but that's that's the worst side of it and thankfully it doesn't happen that often even fights I can't remember the last time I've seen a fight in a pub but does it not also depend on the pub well there's that as well and... I mean the certain pubs get a certain clientele yeah but still even that even the so called rougher pubs like I can't remember the last time I've seen a slap being thrown so I can't even tell you last time I was in a in pub. A that's yeah. been fucking honest with. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the worst part. Trying to deal with someone, just abuse, abuse you get like mm. horrendous. Some of the stuff that has been said to me, like. But then again, I'm doing that a long time. It's, yeah, you'd like to say it's more right. off a duck's mm. back, but sometimes you eh, dirty cunt gives him the right to say that to me. Yeah, yeah. So once or twice now, I've got riled up myself and wanted to fucking. Which are like money, fucking five foot seven, like scrappy five dude. Five seven, there. I thought you were five eight. Ah, maybe I am. I was giving you another inch. <laughs> like scrappy dude, there. Let me at him when you're being held back. Like <laughs> fucking lucky, you prick. Hold me back, hold me back. And the beauty, hold me fucking back. <laughs> the beauty of the bar in Cunningham's is it's on a two inch step, so you look taller until yeah, you walk yeah, out behind yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't be at the right height. So what's can be? Can be six foot? Is he six? Is he six? Good height, yeah. yeah. Can be do irie. <laughs> yeah, he's he fucking ripped up. Yeah, he, he goes to the gym. Enough, yeah. Yeah, Cammy is off for a dirty weekend now at the minute with with the girlfriend. Yeah, there so, you go. There's yeah. another smile. Didn't even know you had a missus. Yeah, yeah. We met her at Adam's Adam's birthday. I was like, "What? Cammy got a girlfriend? What? Cammy's introducing her? What?" There you go. Yeah, it's a... another thing you miss working in bar work. Yeah, everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Well, what happened then? So, COVID novelty. For six weeks. How long was the pubs closed? Jesus. If you could 
I was off for 13 weeks. But the... Just that, three, nearly just three and a half months. Nearly three over months. Three, three months. Yeah. So I was off. And the first first time back, was that with a substantial meal? Was that that time? No, it was only... I went back because we were doing takeaway meals. That's why I went back. Oh, that's right. You had the, you had the food in the book. Yeah, the van and, and the pints out of the back of the van. <laughs> takeaway pints. Yeah. Delivery. Yeah. Pints delivered. There's, there's some fucking... There had to be some legal loophole in that. Mm. I suppose it was just remember the boys in Gal pub down in Galway got done and the guards took the pints away yeah, and if they're not they actually did because they brought I think it was in the paper two days later that they brought them back <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was had the if they were bought on the premises they had to be consumed 100 metres away oh they changed it didn't they yeah it was something like that like you couldn't be drinking outside the pub so we were doing takeaways deliveries and then just I think it was I think it was five months before the pubs were back open with the nine euro substantial meal. Mm. <laughs> In, then it went inside outside. If you if you had your job, you could eat and drink inside. If you didn't, you I think were, it was closed back. I think it was closed back down again. Mm. So it was open, and then there was a fucking surge in cases again because it was. That was before Christmas time, wasn't it? No, I think it was September. You think I'd remember? I. I've no mm. concept of time anymore since. So it was March. You were closed. March three closed. months. Three months. Well, well I but was you were only back. Yeah, you were only back because you did the food, wasn't yeah, it? But yeah. the lads were back like four or five weeks before that, mm. and there wasn't like there was four of us full time there. There wasn't work for four full time lads. Then the van was on the road, so I was driving that, mm. delivering food, and then pints were put into it, so I was delivering pints. It was like the ice cream man for grown ups. <laughs> Nikki's here, ma. Actually, try out somebody. <laughs> the pint man is coming. I actually do. I used to go down to room bed, and there's three lads that lived lived two doors up from one another, so it was two, two, and two. Mm-hmm. And I got fucking ice cream man music on YouTube and hooked it up to the Bluetooth and just blared it, trading <laughs> around, done the loop down by their account. Okay. See them all pissing around. The boys coming out with pint glasses. Give two pints there. Jesus. Take a pint for yourself. Um. Yeah. Anyone let us know if you recognise that. Draw down some money. <laughs> that ice cream man is coming. So you get points for either the bit that it's taken from or the song. There's a there's a hip hop song that uses it as well. Oh, so let us know. You don't know that one? No. Let me know if you know what it is. Yeah. Dropping that on the ground. <laughs> um, yeah, so then it was the substantial meal. And then I think cases skyrocketed again. So it was closed again. Mm-hmm. And they opened back up. Well, this is before all the vaccines were out. And then I think I went inside, outside. If you were vaccinated, you could be inside. Yeah. Oh, I went outside dining. That's Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fucking October. For fuck's sake. Because that was the meme going around. Your man drinking the red wine and the fucking pissings around. Mm. Uh, and then the vaccine started rolling out. And was it the 22nd of December? 23rd. 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 No. You could open at you could open until two o'clock, three o'clock Christmas Eve. Oh, but we all locked down then on the twenty seventh or something, wasn't it? Yeah, the Christmas pubs, Eve. The pubs, the yeah. pubs went again Christmas Eve two o'clock because they did it to stop fucking. Yeah, yeah because oh. the fucking push. They still don't know what's going. On. And what's what's it like being been back though? I mean, has has it changed the bar industry? Has COVID has oh, it has changed yeah. everything? It's changed. Well, where I've been working and where I worked for EBS, you can see the difference. Like people are more reserved. You no, know, there is other places that are just fucking. It's like it never happened. It's swinging from the rafters. Mm. 
fucking licking faces. Everything's like it was. Um, you know, I can see, even though I text you earlier saying I have no interest in any of that. Anymore. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. Enjoy going for Phil fights, having a bit of crack. No, no, but I'm, going home. I'm <laughs> totally happy enough with that. Yeah. Creamy pint of Guinness. Creamy happy pint of Guinness and little. Are old. you one of them old lads now that fucking goes on with the best pint in the town? Oh, geez, quite soft. Quite soft, that pint. <laughs> Don't even know cool. what it means. But, but I think what a lot of people did as well, a lot of people over lockdown, they, they built the she beans, oh, they built the, the home it, bars. It went, at from, home. It went from. Did, 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 did that business come back or did people just go, oh, fuck it, this is grand? Very hard. Some of them will come back. But you might, where you used to see them once a week, you might see them once a month. Like it went from being, right, we're competing with that pub across the road or that pub two doors down to mm. right. Now we're competing with them and we're competing with your conservatory and his garden bar because couldn't go on holidays, mm. couldn't go out. You couldn't fucking spend money yeah. for want of a better. That was it. For people were at home, people they, were, not, they couldn't do anything, couldn't go anywhere. That's why even now I know like this, the price of supplies is gone through the roof because they just flitter through everything. Now, mm. obviously, there's the war in Ukraine and everything isn't helping, but like the price, there was a picture put up on Facebook probably start of the year about what a thousand euro used to get you and then what a thousand euro gets you now just mm. in raw supplies and it's just criminal. Yeah, well, we did a, we did an episode on the cost of living. We saw an Ashton spoke about that in a previous episode. Yeah. Cost of living and then like these builders, they like you, they have to make a living as well. What are we saying? Oh yeah, the inside and outside. The outside dining in October. And then if you were vaccinated. Mm. Did you get shit off people then? Oh, constantly. Yeah. Constantly. You had to look for the proof of COVID. You had to, they just yeah, scan it. You had to scan, scan the, you used to have the to QR have it on your own yeah. phone. Yeah. When we were lucky enough, we used to have a phone there. Just fucking scan it. There was a few, was a few people like to be, oh yeah, I'm going to have to get an Like it'd either come up a green tick or a red X. Mm. Like it was that straightforward. Mm. And it'd tell you, they'd say to me, oh, well, I'm only have to get my second one done yesterday. I had a fella coming in and he tried to show me a picture of his vaccination cert on probably a 2014 Motorola flip phone. <laughs> and I felt terrible because he was he was easily in his 60s. And I just said, look, I can't accept that. I was like, because of this, and he shows me his walking stick. I says, it's not got to do with that, buddy. I says, it's a two and a half grand fine. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be brutally honest with you. I don't know whether I have to pay that or whether you have to pay it. Mm. Have you two and a half grand? No. He says, well, neither the fuck do I. <laughs> So maybe bring the card with you the next day and I'll give you a point. Mm. And what's it like? What's it like since? Just people's attitudes have changed. In what way? Just, well, I'm only saying it from like lads my age. Used to be going hell for leather the whole lot. They're just, it's a lot more reserved. The whole industry has changed. You know, pubs that could change with the times have changed. You know, whether that means that their food offerings have been mm. fucking upgraded or like their outdoor seating areas or their outdoor options. Like a lot of places don't up their outside. I think there was some sort of maybe government or vintners backed kind of bit of business there mm-hmm. that if you'd done it, there'd be tax breaks or, or whatnot. And that's why you go to all these places and we just see Guinness flags everywhere. Fucking windbreakers, parasols, everything. The Guinness, actual yeah, fucking boys just—they <laughs> still are. They're still just throwing money at Rockshore, mm. Guinness and Rockshores. They're really pushing them, but that's why you'll see 
you couldn't get you couldn't get fucking beer mats at one stage often because they were in short supply <laughs> and then next of all they're coming in well if you do this we'll give you this yeah, yeah. if you take four of these we'll give you it used to be a case you could keep them so it was the Derby Festival I think we got two big massive Carlsberg flags like you'd see at like Burning Man or one of these mm. festivals <laughs> three weeks later man. yeah I have to take them back I was like oh do you not get to keep them anymore no them days are gone someone else will need them Jesus yeah. but uh, you know a lot of players you'll see even even uptown you'll see places have done done work out mm. the back mm. the heart is flying yeah they've done a job and they've done another job because it got so popular I had, I had a client come in to me and actually he knew he knew you had been up in Cunningham he says uh your brother, is your brother running up? He says, he was, yeah. He says, oh, yeah. He says, yeah, I heard he's missed. Yeah. I was like, why? Well, yeah, so where, where, because he's not from the town. He's like living down here a while. I says, why, where, where do you, where do you drink? He's like, the harp. I was like, the harp? The fucking biggest outlet pub in the town. Yeah, he says, no, no, everyone drinks in the harp. I'm like, he says, no, they do cocktails yeah. and everything. To do cocktails at the fucking <laughs> harp. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, like the harp done a job. The go bond done a job. Cunningham's done a job. The Silken, the Silken in fairness that them always had their upstairs area mm. and then even you see Hearts outside Hearts they've they done a job yeah, they yeah, put yeah, out yeah. the tables the yeah. windbreakers everything even Tops they all do the job <laughs> adapt or die that's it's it natural selection that's fucking yeah. it in fairness it's needed as well like last thing you want to do like the likes of last week fucking 30 degree heat last thing you want to be doing was sitting inside like, yeah, yeah, yeah one thing you'd be crying out for everyone beer knows garden. beer garden oh beer garden. everyone knows and the music out the back in the beer yeah. garden beer garden man. the go on the go on used to be the fucking yeah. spot for the beer garden nice spot. music bands cider, cider sundays ah get your bucket bucket of corona bucket of corona 20 quid or yeah 15. no it was 15 15 i think you scored with 30 euro, 35 euro because you get a bag of chips on the way home you'd be fucking steaming <laughs> Would you recommend it? Is it a profession you'd recommend to people? Or who do you think is built for it? I don't know. I really don't. And I said this to someone, I really don't. They were like, oh, what got you into it? I said, I couldn't tell you. Just kind of needed a job and fell into it. And it's one thing that will always stand to you. Oh, you you moved to any country in the world. Moved to any country. No, I know. Like, get a barman. I think if they get a bar license in the likes of the States or Australia, $200. Hmm. Yeah, but you go to fucking Lanzarote or you go to go anywhere in Europe. Anywhere around yeah. Europe. Irish bar. You'll always find an Irish bar. Yeah. It's the one thing I always look for. <laughs> Don't ask me why. But, uh, yeah, sir, any, any country in the world, you, you yeah. know, you'll walk into a bar. Ah, very easy. And if you have any kind of fucking, even if somewhere offered you a trailer at, like if you have anything about you, you'll get mm. a job down. Half a brain at all, yeah. Yeah, it's not even that. It's there's a, there's a skill set in itself being busy behind a bar. Like, it's not just, oh, right, who's next? Yeah, yeah. Like, half of my memory skills are from working in a bar, where it be it someone's face. Even your fucking adi- your addition and subtraction, you're like, bang. Yeah. You know, I remember that. I remember well, that. I we worked together. Like, I'd look at numbers. Something. Yeah, I'd look at something else, though, like, find X, not a fucking clue. Yeah, yeah. Anything like that. But even, like, then, obviously, you're in the pub. We used to have a dartboard. Fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Travel 17. I haven't fucking <laughs> Two weeks later, Travel 17. What was it? 51. Uh, the UV. Yeah. No, I didn't have to check, but. <laughs> you used to have the airport up in Lands. Yeah. We'd all be playing in the kitchen. I, I used to remember them. Yeah. Again, use it or lose it. Like that, all my me- any kind of memory skills, whether it be remembering two drinks or 
eight drinks remembering someone's face remembering the change remember mm. just all all stems from it like it people say video games help with hand-eye coordination but working in any sort of bar will fucking help your memory because if you forget something that won't be too long about telling you you yeah. fucking need you I'll <laughs> give you a tenner yeah you fucking you did in your bollocks <laughs> that's caused more rows as well yeah yeah. Um, well, yeah no look I would if as I said some people are cut out for it mm. Um. It's great that people you'll meet, fucking celebrities, Joe Soaps. To be celebrities? I met a good few, yeah. Who have you met? Yeah, more sort of rug, kind of rugby side of things. Uh, yeah. A few rugby. Your fucking Joey Gabri is up and in fucking Cunningham. Oh, Joey, yeah. Uh, back in the day, it used, obviously, Bernard Jackman when Bernard was at the height of it. All the rugby boys used to be in Rob Henderson. Mm. Boys would be coming back after playing, stopping off in Kildare because it was halfway between fucking Dublin and Limerick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this would be for the motorway, obviously, but yeah, I know, good few now. Same thing with a few more now. Fucking on the spot. Keith Gillespie, not long after he left Man United. Um, Down visiting Jim. Jim Crawford, who we've had on the uh, had Jim, on the podcast. Yeah. Jim Jim's a regular up in Cunningham, doesn't he? Jim is, yeah. Oh Jimbo. Because uh, Jim Jim knew you and I I knew Jim and Yeah, and then we put him like, that's, that's my brother, that's my brother Nicky. Yeah. <laughs> And for anyone in Kildare, it's Nicky. He's my brother. I'm not his brother. I, I was just about Everyone to say. Everyone says that. Like, you're Nicky's brother. No, yeah. I'm the fucking older well, one. Nicky's my brother. That was the opposite when I start getting to know Jim. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Alan's brother, aren't you? I was like, yeah. And then any of my friends. You're Nicky's brother. No, he's fucking my brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm the older brother. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show up because I don't fucking know anyone. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Everyone, everyone knew you from the book. But like so. that, you'd be surprised like, the people that walk through the door. And it's always the one that has fucking something that thinks they're better than everyone. Oh, yeah. You yeah. always get dickheads. Dickheads going dickhead. It's very, it is tough. It's a tough industry. You do need to have a bit about you. Mm. Um, will take a toll on its mental, on your mental health. Has taken a toll on mine. But if you have it, like if you're in college, fucking studying, whatever. Medicine, accounting. Doctors and accountants drink. You'd be surprised. Oh yeah, yeah, like it is very easy to. If that person does not work, just I know someone who might have an opportunity there. No, it'll only be for six weeks, but you're foot in the door. Foot in the door. That's all you need. And like yeah. you said, it's not watching all too, you know. Yeah. Enjoy that chat, Nicholas. Oh, yeah. Thanks very That's much for coming on and letting us know what it's like in in bar work. If you have worked in the bar trade. If you've been served a pint, be Nicky. <laughs> if you've if you have any stories around working in a pub or the impact that it's had on your own mental health or you know any anything in relation to, to what we were just talking about, please do get in contact. You can do that on all the social media channels. You know what to do. STMH Podcast, and that is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can also get us on YouTube. If you could give a subscribe, give a like, give a comment, that's really going to help us out. You can check us out on the video episodes. As I said, apologies today. We're in transition let's just say until i figure out what happens next with the podcast so but there's an episode there for you anyway and next week is our 100 episode so if you have taken anything from the podcast if you've learned something if you've enjoyed any of our guests if you've been a guest if anything we've ever said has informed or entertained you over the over the 100 episodes please do let us know p's gonna be back next week p's gonna jump on so it might end where it began or we'll see we'll see where it goes But in the meantime, folks, you know what to do. We're going to be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. And in the meantime, look after yourselves and look after each other.
As you may know from the podcast, I hope you still listen to the fucking podcast. Um, obviously, you couldn't because you're so busy in work. One of the things, one, yeah, it used to be. One of the things you ask of every guest that comes on is to maybe share some life lessons or maybe some motto or something to have taken from life so far. Anything that you'd like to share with the listeners, whether it's from bar work or just, no, just life in general? Life in Well, it stems from bar work, but it just goes across any sort of life. Like I said earlier, just being nice to people. You'll never know where to get you. Yeah. You never know what's going to make for someone someone's day even I was in piss of humour last week maybe if I was out and someone had said hello to me or well mm. get on me maybe it would have changed but you know, just 